0: Warriors, bold, brave, and beautiful, thank you so much for joining us on Women to Warriors podcast, where we at Women to Warriors are all about energizing, encouraging, equipping, and empowering you, woman warrior, for your eternal purpose. We really appreciate you supporting Women to Warriors. You can also check out our website at women2warriors.com. Thank you so much for being a part of our podcast family. Stay fierce. Well, good morning, bold, brave and beautiful warriors. Thank you so much for joining us on a daily dose of encouragement. This has been amazing. I think I've done a couple days in a row here. So this is really good. Um, Thanks for joining me. Um, You can also check out women to warriors, women to warriors.com. If you'd like to see more of what we're doing um, and traveling, we have podcasts that we can check out on Google podcast and on Spotify. And we love to be able to share the gospel. That's what we do. My husband and I are traveling with women to warriors and Mentor Warriors, which we um, have a .com for, but we don't even have a website for. But we're just really about traveling and sharing the gospel with others. We're at a beautiful campground um, in Mears, Michigan, and it's such a lovely place it's a family campground here and we've gotten the pleasure to meet a bunch of families our church family is coming here in a couple days well actually they're coming tomorrow tomorrow for four or five days I don't know and then we'll gather together and get to spend time with them as well so I'm super excited about that Um, this has been a this is our second year doing this with our church so so super cool so I want to share with you um, today about that big D word, depression. There are over 264 million people that struggle with depression around the world. And we're, I'm not talking about like having a gloomy day, but I'm, I'm talking about an all out despair, like, oh, like just crying on the ground, or maybe you just can't even get off the couch despair. It affects tens of Americans, um, I'm sorry, it doesn't affect tens, one in 10 Americans each year and it's the primary reason that people die of suicide every second 12 seconds someone commits suicide um i had a girlfriend that uh i worked with back in atlanta georgia and then she moved to chicago and just always battled something well then she ended up committing suicide uh it's been about 10 or 10 years ago maybe Um, maybe a little shorter, eight to 10 years ago. And she just was at, had no hope. And I I didn't know at the time we had, we weren't in contact with each other. And that's really scary. So basically I'm talking today about mental health and how mental health in America is worse than it has been in decades. And, um, we basically, Are evaluating our lives and thinking that we are not—we're living at the lowest quality of life right now. But that is not true, Um, even though that we have seen this pandemic, this effect that things have happened with it. um, I'm—I don't even know. I'm calling it a pandemic because that's what the world calls it, right? There's a—it's almost like we have this global effect of PTSD, and because of what's happened too. And of course, it's gone beyond this. It's almost like there was like this. Second Great Recession um, in 2008 and that's the same thing that it was happening It seems like it's been continuously happening since then and there's different groups that struggle with this There's women groups that struggle with this men groups that struggle with this kid groups that struggle with this There's a lot of families that are struggling um, with depression even pastors and church leaders struggle with this We just cannot ignore this topic. We need to help people get into mental health and help people Um, with their mental health is what I meant to say, (laughs) not get into mental health, but yes, get into mental health and like get into your mind and get into your spirit and hopefully work through that with God and change that because people are struggling everywhere. But I want to tell you, you have hope. There is hope. There's great characters of the Bible that suffered anxiety and depression as well. And you can look up these verses. The, these, um, I'm just going to give you some men right now. Uh, there's, there's women in the Bible as well, but I'm going to list some of the men for you. David, Elijah, Jonah, Moses, and Jeremiah. They struggled with anxiety and depression. There's verses that I'm going to give you too. I'll even list these out here so that you can look them up if you don't have a pen to write them down. But David in Psalms 69, one through three, you can see it and read it. Elijah, 1 Kings 19, four. Jonah in Jonah four three, Moses in Exodus thirty two thirty two, and Jeremiah twenty fourteen and eighteen. Even Jesus was described as a man of sorrow who was acquainted with grief. I'm going to look this up in Isaiah fifty three three, so you can join this me, and I'll read this to you. It says he was despised and rejected by mankind, a man of suffering and familiar with pain. All right, that's that's he's he's right there with us. Everyone just oh, that's so powerful. And he most certainly did emphasize with our weaknesses, because if you look this up in Hebrews 4:15, it says just that. For we do not have a high priest who is unable to empath- empathize with our weaknesses, but we have one who has been tempted in every way, just as we are. Yet he did not sin. so powerful that we can look to these people in our history and we can relate to them. So powerful. So making sure that we are, um, I mean, think about this, what mental health um, is a struggle no more than a sin is to cancer. So this is a struggle. This is a part of sin, our sin nature. Okay. So mental health is, it's like, it's when Satan just captivates everything about us and tries to take over our, our bodies. And believe me, he, I've gone through this many times in my past as well. When I was a senior in high school, I struggled with suicide and I ended up attempting suicide and o- overdosing on um, diet pills of all things because I thought I wasn't thin enough or whatever. But I went, I was just tired. I was tired of in the world. I lost a best friend to a death by being hit by a car. I suffered some other things in my high school years. So I went through this Great depression. And so since then, I've had little bouts right here and there, but that's when you have to change your mindset. You've got to dig deep and have God just help you change your mindset. And it's a consistent, repeated thing you have to do. It's not like you can go a couple days and then let loose. No, it's a consistency of building up these habits in your life to create a better mindset for yourself. And so. We've got to move beyond diagnosis to prescription. If we need a prescription for this, go as far as that. If you need a prescription, I understand that, but get off that prescription in the future, right? That's your goal because there is Jesus will give us the most hope we can we can receive and not a pill is going to be able to do that but it will give you a relief if that's what you need holistically I suggest anything holistically first the same power that raised Jesus from the dead lives in us who believe and um, that's and sometimes that seems like it's not even enough power but it is enough power because he's victorious and he will be victorious in our mental health struggles as well warriors I love that because he is this when we go through our life and we calculate our life and what things have happened in our life and we really evaluate our life, that's what we need to do is always have this self-awareness. Who are we? Where are we walking within life? What's our purpose in life? God gives us promises and provisions, even in the most desperation that we can be in. 2017, I had had it. I was going to go this way or this way. Okay. This is with my husband, with my family. I was like, fried. Okay. So God just shook me up and just said, I need you to go this way. And so thankfully I, I went through my own depression muck and got out of it. And I wanted to share with you how Jesus first, this is what we need to do. We had to, we have to empty ourselves. So he also voluntarily emptied himself. And that's what I had to do. I take all my stuff out of me and get rid of it all. And then rechange or not revamp, but rechange who I was or revamp, re change who I was. There you go. So in Philippians 2, 6 through 7, I'm going to share this one with you. So powerful. Let me see if I can find it here. I've marked some of these here, but some of them I'm going to look up. So Philippians See here, 6 through 7, I want to read this to you. Because God is so powerful. So every verse that you can look up and associate with, even back in the concordances, you can look up certain things and he will help you through these amazing times because they are amazing times and you are a product of history right now. So we don't want to consistently have history repeating ourselves. So when you are going through something, if you're a mom or dad, your children are going to go through it too. They're going to feel this from you. And we don't want to teach our children these things patterns of life like the world is living in so we want to make sure that we are stuck with that we're living um the way God wants us to and so emptying ourselves out of anything that is not good is what we need to do so all sin right so Philippians 2 6 through 7 this is what God did he did not consider himself equal with God something to be used to his own advantage and that's so powerful because he had all this power Right? But he didn't take advantage of God. How often do we take advantage of God? Uh, me, all the time. And we do not need to take advantage because we are not equal. We're not equal to God. We have to remind ourselves of that. He had um, divine advantages above everything, but that didn't mean he was boasting about it and he was overconfident walking the earth about it. He was not. Um, secondly, um, Luke 2.52. Let's look that one up. It says, And Jesus grew in wisdom and stature and in favor with God and man. Don't you want that? I want to be able to be wise counsel to help other people. And if I'm always in my muck, if I'm always struggling, if I'm always down, I can't help others. And so I've got to get out of it quick. That's what my goal is. Anything that I need in my mucky moment I'm in, I've got to get out of it quick. And so reading scripture helps with that and reminding ourselves he grew in wisdom and stature and favor with God. I want that same favor with God and with people, but mostly with God. Okay, so then let's look up John 6:38 because he habitually Jesus habitually pursued the will of God through prayer and he aligned his life to whatever God wanted and that's what we need to do as well we need to pursue prayer and align our lives with the word and what God is sharing with us and it's not about going to a church or going somewhere and just believing in one thing. You've got to be studying it. Yesterday, I shared a post about how to study the Word, how to get deep into the Word. It's almost like you're going back to college or you're going back to school. How deep do you want to get? And I gave many different examples of different layers of how deep you want to get to study the Word. So let's look up John 6.38. And it says... For I have come down from heaven, not to do my will, but to do the will of him who sent me. And that's so many times we think that we're here to do our will. But no, we are about purposes to God's will and what he has for us. Jesus didn't have access to just the divine. Because Jesus didn't have access to his divine power, he relied on the Holy Spirit to fulfill the will of his father. It was the will of his father for Jesus to even be crucified and then risen from the dead. And that is powerful. Um, Three days later, it was the Spirit that performed this mighty feat. So we've got to rely on the Holy Spirit to change us, to change our spirit, heart, mind, and body, and to live differently. This moment on, how are you going to do that? Challenge yourself. Don't be pointing fingers at everybody else's situations or everyone else. The blame game is on you. Okay, you got to quit the blame shifting. Okay, I call it the BSing. Don't BS people. Okay, don't blame shift. Take the responsibility on yourself. What do you need to do to change your circumstances, wherever you're at in life? Okay, let's look up Romans one three through four. Romans is a powerful book too. There's so much power when you look up the the scripture and you want to study it and put it in your heart. Because in your heart is where you need to reach for it whenever you have a moment of muckiness, right? All right, so 1 3 through 4. It says, regarding his son, who as to his earthly life was a descendant of David, and who through the spirit of holiness was appointed the son of God in power by his resurrection from the dead Jesus Christ our Lord and that's just claiming Jesus Christ is our Lord he is who you can count on and guess what that same spirit that I've been talking about the Holy Spirit it resides in us that is so powerful so we have to be the one to unleash the power of the spirit over all of our struggles over all of our muck just the way Jesus did he activated it we need to empty ourselves of this illusion that we are trying to control everything, controlling ourselves, controlling the world, controlling whatever you're trying to control. We do not have that control. It is powerful control that Satan tries to put over and think that we have this control, and of course he wants. He wants us to think that we have control, but we really don't. We have this—it's an illusion, like I said. So we need to align ourselves and our very lives with the will of God, the will of, of the Holy Spirit, the power of the Spirit, because it's reserved for our Father's will, not our will. And that's a moment you need to think—or the second you need to think about His. This—this this isn't about His will, or this is about His will, not our own will and what we have for ourselves. So our willingness—well, it tries to take over, but we have to remind ourselves that God's willingness needs to take over. He is the miraculous one that will help us. Through anything and everything and we can get over our struggles in life and mental health is serious and so if you find somebody that's struggling with that be the best friend that you can be and help through their struggles um, obviously don't take them upon yourself Uh, that's a very tricky balance. I highly suggest uh, counseling as well. We have a fabulous counselor that my husband and I use, our friends use, we've suggested for people to use. Counseling is so important. You can even do virtual counseling if you can't make it to someone, um, maybe they're far away, but you really like this counselor, do virtual counseling. It's not the best. Being in person is way better, but whatever you can do to find that help. You can go to churches for some free counseling, Um, different people have spiritual counseling hopefully within their communities so anyway I just want to say continue to focus on what the most important thing is is the word and getting the word in your heart which also gets it in your mind and you keep repeating it over and over again like any habit that you need to be doing by doing that that will help you with any anxiety that you might have all right well thank you so much for joining me bold brave and beautiful warriors I hope that you stay fierce and I hope that this daily dose of encouragement was encouragement for you